What you got going on, Zeke Baker? Oh, you know, just a lonely boy. I don't even like where this is going already. Oh, I got it wrong. How's the journey thing start? Damn it. I messed that up. Jesus. (laughs) How did journey go? Yeah, the journey song. Just, oh, small town boy. There you go. Living in a lonely world. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lonely boy. I think that's a Freudian slip right there. Oh, when I said it, I was like, oh, I think I fucked that up pretty bad. Everybody, Zeke's just a lonely boy. Somebody keep him company. I didn't get my bang energy drink in today. (laughs) I didn't sleep well last night. We were talking about whether or not we wanted to push recording this one off, and I think both of us are on the struggle bus today. We can rally. Just don't puke first. Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Hello, Zeke Baker. What's happening, buds? How are you doing? Are you awake? Are you still lonely? Do you need a hug? <laughs> uh, I feel like I ask you that many times after the opening, like if you need a hug. I think you just want to hug me. These are these beautiful, curly, goofy-looking locks I got going. I think if you pull it all up, you kind of look like Albert Einstein without white hair, but like the pictures of him where his hair is all disheveled and kind of yeah. going in every which way, that's you right now. I mean, it's a hot mess. I ain't going to lie. You think you're going to grow it out like a ponytail again? No, I just wanted the, my, the lady cuts my hair to go back to work. I mean, if I could find out where she lived, I'd go make a house call. Well, Sophia is still available. I know. If y'all weren't in quarantine, I'd be down there sitting on the front steps like, all right, kid, let's go. Yeah, come on over. She'll be happy to take care of you as long as you social distance with me. Are you going to wear that uh, American flag looking do-rag neck gator thing you got going on there? Yeah. I mean, now you know what a neck gator looks like, right? I just appreciate you. You know, you trying to look redneck. You, you're getting there slowly but surely. What do you mean slowly but surely? I think I'm more redneck than you. I mean, if you're going to wear something like that, you need some rocky boots and some cutoff jean shorts. <laughs> I do have some cutoff jean shorts. You wear that in some Rockies on your hiking trip, son. You'd be getting checked out. <laughs> what about the Timberlands? That's too city. Too city. And they don't come up high enough. No, they don't. The snakes can still get your leg with those boots. I reckon. <laughs> Should have quit while you were ahead. Anyways, want to let you know today's show is sponsored by CastCartel.com, changing the industry standard as to how you get your alcohol. They are one of only two exclusive online partners to have the Blackened Metallica special set. It is a hundred box set, limited edition. If you're a Metallica fan, this might be your jam. There's two limited edition 12-inch Metallica vinyl picture discs. They got a whole bunch of stuff in there and there's one collect one drink three there's all different sets there's one collect one drink one which actually comes with two of them check them out at cascartel.com find that with a bunch of other stuff at the same time you know whether or not you want your whiskey your bourbon your scotch your gin your rum amaro tequila mezcal whatever it is get it sent right to your door it's a convenience play yes some allocated things cost a little bit more online but 
your regular daily drinkers, you should be able to get them shipped directly to your door at a fair and reasonable price, meaning that you don't have to leave the house. So check out cascartel.com and check them out on Instagram at cascartel. Zeke, we're just having a fun show today. We discussed this stuff kind of off and on. Was there ever a Metallica phase for the big cat? Not a phase in the sense that I listen to a lot of different music. Yes, I enjoy Metallica. Oh, you still do? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Uh, not a ton. I like when they covered the Seeger song. I like when they had kid with him on tour and he's played with him some, but that's about it. I like a little bit of the older stuff more, like Ride the Lightning. and I mean, Kirk really got to go wild. Yeah, it never was really my thing. I don't know. I never got into it. But I listened to a lot of that stuff. I mean, I, I was probably big on like Metallica, Rage Against the Machine, and gangster rap before I like got ready for wrestling matches and football games and things like that. I used to listen to 90s hip-hop and, and a lot of rock before those. I mean, if you had to ask me to place bets on this, I would have thought your uh, pre-wrestling playlist would definitely have included Ace of Bass. No, it was the first Rage Against the Machine album. That was my jam. I used to listen to that all the time before getting in there. Too loud, too loud. Hurt your ears. Not good for you down the road. What do you mean? I didn't like crank up the volume. So shifting gears here, another random thought that I've had recently. You know, as we get older, there's going to be things that like, uh, you know, senses or attributes that we all lose. Some you kind of look forward to, some you don't. Is there anything you, you're possibly looking forward to losing? You know, not in the near future, but you know, like, like really when we're just old and possibly cantankerous and shit. This show sucks. Really, I like it. What? I, I don't know. I mean, what? So, what do you mean? Like, what? What am I going to lose? Like, I look forward to the point where I like halfway to three quarters lose my hearing, and I can just like legitimately yell at people all the damn time because I don't know what they said, and I'm not even like faking it. Huh? What? <laughs> no, because. Ooh. No, I don't want any eggs. <laughs> oh, what? The look on your face. You don't look forward to those moments? No, because I still want to be able to hear. I mean, you can hear to a degree. If you can put in a hearing aid if you want to. Like, you you, you pop them in and out. You, you, you play the game. But it's not the same. I know too much about audiology to, like, know that you can't just pop them out, pop them in all the time. Like, you, you get them calibrated to what's going to be the best fit. And sometimes if you lose certain ranges of hearing, then the hearing aid isn't actually going to help you. I don't know. To me, it just seems like it'd be a fun place to be when you're like old, already kind of ornery, and somebody's just looking at you, you and you just like have the same repetitive conversation with them over and over and over, and they're getting frustrated, and you're just being like, I can't hear you. And then they finally like just start yelling at you. Let me ask you this. Is there a point that if you lost something that you'd rather somebody just gave you the old yeller treatment and took you out behind the shed oh yeah when the mind's gone put me down to sleep and i was thinking like when i can't wipe my own ass put me out of my misery are you kidding me no man that'd be a blast <laughs> just like knowing somebody's gotta come wipe your ass for you hey man. <laughs> but who would you ask to do that for you ring ring i don't know somebody I mean, I'd rather just like go out on top and use that money for a big blowout and then just kind of put me down rather than pay somebody to come over and wipe my ass. So the first time you shit your pants, you're going to consider yourself done? Probably. Better stay away from the Taco Bells. <laughs> See, that would have been a much better cold open. So you said it was a fun Friday show. And we just ramble for a little bit. I don't think we've uh, legitimately just shot the shit openly in a, in a good hot minute. 
No, that's why I wanted to do it. We're always kind of getting to the point now. We're almost with this whole past couple of months. We haven't had enough fun like we do when we're in person. I think it's just kind of been like, oh yeah, okay. You just got off of work. I'm struggling to do all sorts of stuff around here. And it's like, all right, let's just knock these out and keep going. It's it's kind of nice to, I mean, that's why we started doing the live to have some fun again. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, when you have to run into somebody in public, like the puppy dog, like, <laughs> you know, like, your leg just gets to go and your tongue's out and you like your, your, your mind and heart are just racing. Like, oh my God, there's somebody talk to in person. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus. Does anybody ever come by the pharmacy and see you? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, not see me, see, but I mean, they see me in there working my ass off. Like friends of yours? Uh, PJ came by and picked up his Willet. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at me, I look at him, I like throw the keys over the counter. He's like, busy? I'm like, uh-huh. White Honda. Behind the seat. <laughs> Please bring the keys back. Yeah. I went and saw Walt today and I picked up our Russell's reserve. Did you, did you herniate the disc again? No, no. And I, I moved everything because I knew it was going to rain today. I moved everything from the back of my truck. It's all in the house, ready to go, ready for us to divvy up once the stickers get in. The stickers should actually be coming in today. Again, like I did last show, I drank something that you couldn't drink. I might as well take a swig out of this dad's drinking bourbon smoked turkey from Tyrone A., it was distilled in 2011 on December 5th, dumped on April 15th of 2020, and bottled on 428. All good things. Floor four. You know we love some wild turkey. And Zeke, this stays as smoky as it was the day we picked it. Sweet. I'm stoked about it. The dates even got close for me on that one. I think 12-7 was my grandma's birthday. And then like the, uh, the the back home high school girlfriend, her birthday was 426. It got close with a couple of those. I wish it was dumped on April 9th. I would have been really stoked. But that's my oh, birthday, so you don't care. Oh, well, I didn't know when it was. I was like, well, what are you going for here, bud? You got to explain a little better. Oh, I thought you knew my birthday. I mean, I thought we've been friends long enough that you know that. Look here, I'm lucky to have my kids born five days apart. You are very, very lucky for that. But I hope for anybody who gets this smoked turkey that we picked, super smoky on the front for me, and then just awesome sweetness on the finish. Some of the ones that we tried that day, I mean, we went through 12 different samples. The fact that this has a little bit of a finish on it, there were some that did not have a finish for me. We still liked them, and I think that the best part about it is it's just such a departure from the Camp Nelson that everybody was inundated with for a year. It's crazy how many different warehouses they have and how many different profiles they have from each one of those warehouses over at Wild Turkey. Yeah, I mean, this thing definitely stood out. It was one of the, I think one of the first three samples we went through and maybe the first one we like marked is, all right, uh, we're going to put this one over here on the side of stuff to come back to. Threw a couple of blinds after that. It was always just leaps and shoulders above. Not to say we go for off profile. We go for what we like and what's good. But I will say this is, you know, somewhat off profile, not in the same direction as the, the two barrels we split last year. I think in a blind, your first thought may not be this is wild turkey. Totally agree. And speaking of wild turkey, our friend Andy, who works for Campari, had a bottle of the old discontinued 80 proof. He kicked our way and we figured 
on this fun Friday. Why don't we try it and see what we think about it? It's not something anybody can get anymore. It was 16 bucks for a liter, 80 proof wild turkey. And he just happened to have a bottle and said, do you want to try this? So we figured it would be fun, right? Yeah. I mean, why not? It's a, it goes in line with the, the theme of the, the show and the day. I do wonder though, I swear there's a black label that was an 80 proof. And I think it was an export. I don't know if it also had the same label or to a degree, the same label and said Austin Nichols and, and all that good jazz. But there was one out there. I mean, I've seen it on the boards a few times. I have no idea. I know this is non-age stated, but we know it's at least four years. Standard mash bill, 75 cord, 13 rye, 12 malted barley. Well, it's weird to think they would put something, you know, young-ish out way back then when they had so many old stocks, even if they were going to cut it to 80 proof. Well, it is non-age stated, so you know them. I mean, they could have had 12 to 16-year stuff in this for all we know. Oh, no, I just feel like when you throw out, when you even say it's at least four years, you know, that's what the mind sees. When you hear a number, that's where you go. So what do you get on this one, Zeke? You know, an area we don't really go to is color. This thing's light. I mean, light. Super, super light. I wouldn't even call it brown by any means. It just, I say it's not a note we really use, but man, it, it, it was noticeable. I would say uh, nose-wise, I kind of moved around on this. The first thing I got was like when you're eating breakfast and you're kind of about halfway through it and you got a few things left together and kind of blended and whatnot, it was like bacon, eggs, and syrup. Kind of like the, the salt smoke smell you get off the bacon and then kind of the texture of just like mushy eggs with a little bit of syrup in there with it to make it kind of like sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I got that with a little bit of raisin. Like oh. it was very breakfasty. It's almost like a raisin bran pancake kind of deal. It was, it was like post pancake when there's a little bit of bacon, a little bit of egg, and a little bit of syrup all sitting there in a mosh pit, I guess, on the plate. <laughs> Speaking of Metallica theme here. <laughs> As I uh, came back around to it a couple of times, that smell kind of faded off on me. And then I kind of ended up with just uh, some mintiness and some char. I was surprised there was a little bit of singe, depending on how you put it to your nose. The char is definitely there. I, I didn't get, you know, like a an alcohol vapor singe, but you can tell there's, uh, I guess, more than four years in there, I would assume. Yeah. So that's probably a better way of putting it. It's more of that char than a singe. I mean, it's not burning my nose, but... Yeah, if you got any proof to burn your nose, you uh you snorted it most likely. <laughs> True. What'd you get on the taste here? First, I thought it was blanched corn. It it seemed dry to me. I guess kind of goes in line with that char. And and then as it moved toward the back and had a couple more light sips, it was just more of an oak bite than a rye bite. There's a bite there, but it, it's not rye by any means. So again, I, I think there's old juice in here. It's just when you took it all the way down to 80 proof, you, you lost all the front end and we're just left with, you know, some remnants of the back of that older stuff that had the, you know, the barrel charges sitting in it a little too hard. No, I'm totally with you. I mean, the predominant thing on the taste and the finish for me is some oak. I was just surprised at how much was there. I will say I could see this, you know, way back in the day, probably being an old timer's delight, especially if, you know, if you can't hear some shit. Well, and I can also see, I mean, everybody says this is a cop-out you gotta think like the 101 rye was a leader and it's still around for bartenders you gotta think that bartenders could really use the oaky smokiness of this one do some wonders and maybe is it one of those things that they had around for bartenders for a while just because it is a leader 
and it has a certain profile and we know how much wild turkey loves to partner with their bar community and give them certain drinks that are going to help them out oh see i went back especially seeing that old austin nichols in the label i was thinking way back in the day we've got the you know old timers you know like 70 and 80 still want to drink their bourbon but obviously can't rock it like they used to give them this old 80 proofer here put a lot put some ice in the glass with it they still get that oak flavor and bites they know they're drinking a you know an aged product and they get that bit of the profile that by then they definitely uh i think look for and they can have a couple of pours not worry about falling off the porch well when i get older and i have to drink 80 proof whiskey all the time that's something that i'll really miss <laughs> you're gonna miss there won't be something like this around that actually has an, an aged profile to it at 80 proof because by the time we're that old i don't think the uh the stocks are going to be sitting there like they were for this one no but thankfully our bunkers run deep <laughs> so here's a problem i have at 16 bucks and because you can't get it anymore if you do run into it it's a buy if it's under 30 bucks has to be oh yeah i mean granted i don't think anybody's gonna find anything on the shelf that says uh Austin Nichols on the label unless the stores had the doors locked for a while. But, you know, if you run into one of these and somebody isn't charging you 200 bucks for it, it's a good pour. You know, when it was around at the time, I mean, there just proves how good of bottles that there are that aren't super expensive. This was a $16 bottle when it was out. There are plenty of other bottles that, like Wild Turkey 101, that are great value bottles. Find those bottles, buy those bottles, and then drink them in premiumbarproducts.com glasses, which you can actually get laser etched, monogrammed. It's not going to be a huge quantity when you go to premiumbarproducts.com, but if you are a distillery, you're a bourbon group, and you want to do a bigger order, reach out to me. I will get you in touch with the folks that can do that for you from that team. You can get Wee Glens, Glens, Neat Glasses, Tipsy Rocks Glasses, the Distiller's Tasting Glass. They have a whole bunch of stuff, and they have bar products too. So go there. You can get all sorts of monogrammed etching on it. You can get like Zeke needs a haircut if you really want to on the side of a glass. I don't know if Zeke would do that. Maybe it's just a reminder. Like when that glass comes up in the rotation, you know it's time to go get a haircut, Zeke. Everybody knows it's time. Trust me. You are getting like that hockey hair. You have wings coming out underneath that hat of yours. I believe I can fly. That's basketball from Space Jam. I was just talking about the wings, son. Uh, all right. Well, check out premiumbarproducts.com and see for yourself great people with great products. Zeke, people can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Probably already have because you're listening to us right now. Leave us an opener on this review like we leave opener on this reviews about the whiskey we drink. Where else can the folks find us, Zeke? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, hope everyone has a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. And uh, hope this ramble hasn't been too bad. Although, no matter which side of the coin you're on, this is probably going to inspire you to go have a pour when you get home. So at least we accomplished that one way or the other. Cheers. Ciao. Ciao.